Welcome, Mama. You've got your hands full, I know. As a mama for myself, I can relate to the exhausting days of motherhood with wiping messy faces, correcting attitudes, and picking up those countless piles of laundry. But I have found that if we search deeply and open our hearts, we can experience motherhood in a whole new light. By applying biblical principles, we can have joy, we can have peace, and we can have purpose in motherhood. Join me weekly for a little spiritual water for your weary soul. Hi friends, welcome to the Purpose of Motherhood podcast. I'm Ashley Caston. It's great to have you here with me. I absolutely love this time together. I love getting to just pour into other mamas who I know need the same things that I have needed at different times during motherhood where you just need someone to come alongside you and say, you know what, it's going to be okay and to point you back to Jesus. So that's what I love most about this time. So we are coming out of Mother's Day weekend in case you're listening to this at a later time and I hope that you had a fantastic Mother's Day. I had a great Mother's Day. I got to speak at our church, um, which was just such a fun and humbling experience. Um, it was also exhausting because I did two services back to back, and so I was tired. I took a giant nap that day. <laughs> it's funny how much that can drain you just being kind of like on, you know, like in a situation like that where you're just having to use different expressions than you normally, you know, you've got a bigger smile on, you're more engaging, and um, your brain is just working in a different way because you're on stage, right? And so it's just different. So it just drains you in a whole nother way. But it was so much fun. And then we um, did dinner that night with some friends, and it's just a great day. So I hope yours was fantastic as well. So we are actually talking about quality time today. We're going to be talking about spending quality quality time with your kids. And this is a more um, kind of practical podcast just with some tips and things that have helped me because I, I, I know that you are just like me and that you probably deal with mommy guilt at times when it comes to spending enough time with your kids. I think that's something common that we all deal with. And so I thought this would be good to do um, a podcast just kind of on some helpful tips and things that I've learned that have helped me focus my attention on how to find that time that, you know, to or that time that I can pour into each child, you know, having four of them. It just gets more and more difficult the more kids you have, but it's totally doable and there are things that you can do that will lighten, lighten the load and make it... Um, just a little more easy for you. So um, let's talk about that. So we know why quality time is important, right? We know it's important for our kids and it's important for their hearts to connect with us and to feel loved and just feel like, you know, mom wants to be with them, that we want to spend time with them. That we know, that's a, that's just a given. But there's other things that get in the way of that. And for me, I know personally it's cleaning and it used to be social media. Those were the things that took up most of my time. Cleaning is a big one for me because we just are messy people and there's four kids. So there's just always things being brought out and we have done, I mean, we've grown leaps and bounds when it came, when it comes down to just how much stuff we have in the house, we have gotten rid of so much and the Lord has really helped me to 
get our house to a place where it's easy to manage now and it's not as overwhelming as it used to be, but still there's just always things to pick up and messes in the kitchen. We're always in there eating and making lunch, making snacks, baking things. We spend a lot of time in there and so the kitchen gets messy too. And I have a hard time focusing on my kids when there is clutter and just mess everywhere. I'm not a neat freak by any means. Like no one would ever walk in my house and be like, oh, whoa, this lady's like, she's, she's a neat freak. It's a little crazy in there. No one would ever say that. <laughs> so if you have that kind of picture of my head, that's not at all what it is. My house is gets definitely gets messy, but I, I you know, I don't have to have it perfect. I just can't have it cluttered like if there's stuff all over the counters and I know there's dirty dishes and there's the tables covered in things and it needs wiped down I can't rest during that very easily because my mind is just kind of spinning on okay here's what I need to do next so I have to work really hard at stopping things especially if I'm in the middle of cleaning like if I am cleaning the kitchen and one of the kids comes and asks me to read a book to them I have a really hard time stopping that and going and reading the book that's something I'm always working on Um, and then social media I used to spend a lot of time on Facebook and honestly I don't even know why I did which is the funny thing about social media whenever we do cut it out it's not like we miss it and we say like oh man You know, like all that time now that I have, like I really wish I could spend it on on social media. No, we're always like, oh, it's been so nice. It's so refreshing. That's what you hear. Everyone that fasts social media, that's what they say. It's been so nice. But the thing that I found is that cutting it out altogether wasn't really a good long-term option because I do use social media for like my ministry and you know, when the Lord puts something on my heart, I'll share it on there or I keep in touch with friends or you know, if I meet somebody, um, you know, wherever out and about, and I'm inviting them to church, I'll add them on Facebook a lot of times so I can, you know, recognize the face and the name. I mean, I use it for so many different things that cutting it out all together wasn't a good option, but I didn't like how much time I was spending on it during the day. It really is addictive. Social media and just our phones in general really can become addictive because we like to have things instantly in our hands and we like interacting with other people and having the attention like the likes from other people I think that's what's particularly addictive about social media is that it gives us that gives us that instant gratification of like oh somebody liked your photo somebody you know commented on that and it's that kind of like fuels our pride right so I just didn't want that but I wasn't really sure how to get past it and here's what I did which I know it was the Lord just putting this on my heart to do it I actually deleted the app off my phone um, and I only download it at night when I want to check it and then I take it right back off my phone and that has made such a big difference it is crazy how much time that has freed up during the day and attention you know my mind isn't like being pulled in that direction it's crazy how much that freed up just by doing that so Um, that was it for me. It was social media was a big one. And then cleaning was where I spent my time and I wasn't really happy where my time was being spent. I don't, it didn't feel like there was a lot of fruit that I saw from it. So I don't know if you can relate to that at all, but I have a feeling that you probably can relate to, you know, feeling like you want to spend time, more time with your kids and not knowing how to find the time or always struggling to make it happen. 
So I think tonight's just going to be helpful for even for myself for just reminding me of these things. Um, it's going to be helpful for all of us. And I want to look at a um, passage in the Bible too that just is a great example of choosing where we spend our time wisely. And that's in Luke chapter 10. It's the story of Mary and Martha, which we've actually talked about before on a previous episode with uh, Rachel Reisner, and she did a fantastic job with it too. And tonight I want to look at it from a perspective of spending quality time with our children. So in this passage, it says, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with so much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone to serve? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. The good portion. I love that. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. When we think about where we spend our time during the day, there are things that we can do during the day that are not eternal. Like cleaning our house, unfortunately. I will not be an eternally clean house, right? That's not, I mean, it doesn't even last an hour, let's be honest. We turn around and the house is dirty again. It's kind of like laundry. Now, is it necessary? Do we need to keep a, uh, a clean house and do the laundry? Yes, we do need to do those things because it's part of stewarding it all well. But is that the best thing? Is that like the, the if we could you know, have one goal for a day, would that be it? I want a clean house? Probably not. We probably would say something about our children, right? Like I want our children, my children to feel loved today or I want to spend time with them today. And so when we look at where we spend our time, I think that's a really good filter to look at it through is what is the good portion which will not be taken away from us? Where can we spend our time where it will lead to eternal fruit where it won't be taken away from us and quality time with our kids is absolutely one of those things if we can spend a few minutes here and there with our children showing them the love of christ like we like we talked about in a, a few episodes ago um, and teaching them getting into the word with them just having conversations with them playing with them being silly with them bonding, all those things. If we can get time to do that during the day, that's setting them up for a, um, a healthy life as an adult, right? Where they are known, they are loved, which then sets them up for a healthy relationship with Christ. Um, and all of that is eternal fruit, right? These are little humans They're with eternal souls. And so um, when we're pouring into them, that's the good portion that can't be taken away from us versus, um, you know, maybe spending time running errands and going on play dates. If you're a person that feels like you need to be doing things at all times or out of the house at all time, at all times, um, that's not, the, those are the things that will be eventually, you know, taken away from us. So I love that. I love that to use that as a filter for how we spend our day. And really all children receive love through time. If you're familiar with the love languages, there's all the different ways that we can all receive love, receive love whether it's through um, words of affirmation or quality time, physical touch. Um, I'm forgetting them and it's not coming to me. But the, anyways, there's five of them. And 
Oh, gifts is one of them. And so um, there are, some of us can be stronger in some of them than others, right? But when it comes to children, all children feel love through the gift of time because it makes them feel known and loved and cherished and it's what bonds us together with them so no matter what love languages are highest they will absolutely always feel loved through time that's why they always ask us to play with them why they ask us to come and read a book with them or cuddle with them at night because they want our time and our attention so how do we do this how do we make it work especially if you have multiple kids right or if you're working during the day how do you make this work? How do you give them your time without, you know, drowning yourself? Because sometimes it can feel that way, can it? Where you already have so much on your plate that if you add one more thing, you are just going to die, right? Like it just, it's not going to work. And, you know, you know you want to have this time, but you're just not really sure how to make it happen. Well, here's what I have done in our home that has really helped. And I'm going to share that with you. So the first thing that I did is just took inventory of my time. And that's what I was talking about earlier, seeing where I am currently spending my time. Are there time wasters in my day that just need to go? I just have to cut them out like Facebook, you know, deleting it off my phone during the day. That opened up so much time for me. Little pockets of time that where I would spend vegging out, scrolling through, you know, just to kind of look and see what other people are doing. You know, what are they eating today? I mean, it's really you know, most of it is just kind of mindless scrolling. And so are there pockets of time, places where you're spending your time where you're not seeing fruit? Ask the Lord to show you things. If there are things that um, are um, eating up your time and are not fruitful, ask him to show you those things. And then take an inventory of your children's hearts as well. Ask them, how are you feeling? Are you feeling loved? One of our favorite things to ask our kids is, how's your love tank? And that comes from that book, The Five Love Languages. But when we ask them that, it gives them a moment to stop and think about it and helps them to verbalize how they're feeling. So us saying, how's your love tank? They know that means, um, are you feeling loved or not? Which a child can't, doesn't usually express that on their own. They wouldn't say, like, I'm not feeling loved. I need a hug. But it might come out in an outburst of anger or a fight with their sibling. And so stopping and taking inventory of their hearts and going, hey, how's your love tank? Gives them a minute to say, you know, to think like, oh, you know, yeah, that's that feeling I have inside where I just kind of feel yucky or kind of empty. And um, yeah, I think my love tank is low. So then what we'll say is, Okay, what would you like? Would you like a hug? Do you want me to sit with you, play with you? And then they're able to say, oh, yeah, actually, I just really need a hug right now. Or I, I would like you to come read some books to me. So um, that's, that's a really, really helpful tool. And then here's um, one other thing that's really, really practical for you and very doable no matter how many kids you have. Um, and this is what we implemented in our home, and it's called 10 Minutes with Mom. And the way this works is my kids are in charge of it. I'm not in charge of it, which is helpful because it's not one more thing I have to keep up with. And my kids know that they are allowed to ask for 10 minutes with me at any point during any day. Like once a day, you get your 10 minutes with mom. 
and they're in charge of what they want to do during that time. They're in charge of asking for it, all of that. Um, but in giving them that responsibility, it gives them the ability to come and ask for my time when they need it. And it cues me into um, being more aware of when they need that time. So if they come to me and they say, you know, like let's say I'm in the middle of washing dishes or whatever, you know, and they come and say, hey, can I have my 10 minutes with mom? That lets me know that, okay, they're needing my attention right now. And either, you know, I need to do it as soon as I'm done with the dishes or I need to stop right now and go do it. You know, if I, if I have more to do after this and I know it's going to be a while, then I need to just be good about saying, you know, just this can wait and go spend that time with them. Versus before where they might say, hey, mom, can you come look at this? And I'm going, okay, in a minute, you know, in a minute. And that still happens during the day, right? Even with 10 minutes with mom where I'm going, okay, I'll be there in just a minute. But knowing that it's that chunk of time that their heart little needs, or sorry, their little heart needs, um, and giving them the responsibility of coming to ask for it has been a game changer in our house because when they come to me, it's no longer just, hey, mom, can you come look at this? Or can you do the, you know, uh, can you paint my nails? Or stuff where it's easy for me to say, you know, okay, in a little bit, sure, I can do that later. When they say, hey, I'm calling my 10 minutes with mom. You, you told me I'm allowed to ask for this and I'm calling it now and here's what I want to do. I see it as, okay, that's right. You need me and this is my, this is my biggest um, purpose here as a mom and this is what I need to be spending my time doing. So yes, I'm going to honor that. And I will either stop this or I will finish this quickly and I will get to you and spend that time. So um, that, honestly, those three things, doing those three things in our home have made the biggest difference with quality time. Now, I will say that I am not perfect with this and that doesn't happen every single day. So there are some days where we don't do the 10 minutes with mom either. They don't come and ask me. Um, for it or we it is a crazy day and we're out I mean I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like oh yes every time my children come ask me for 10 minutes with mom I drop everything and go sit with them because there are some days where we're like running out the door and they're like hey can I have 10 minutes with mom I'm like I'm sorry we just can't we literally cannot today but if I get this most days or even several days out of the week here's what I found that it does my kids are happier which then leads to less behavior problems, right? Because they just feel better about themselves. I notice that they treat each other better. They speak to me, you know, more kindly and are more affectionate. They're just happier. You can tell when your kids are happy. So if we get to that, you know, four days a week, if they get their 10 minutes with mom, like that's probably a pretty attainable goal, right? Like maybe four days a week. If they get that time with mom, they, it's, it's just like their little countenance changes, right? They just feel filled up versus when they're not getting it and the house becomes kind of stressful and there's a lot of behavior issues, especially when they're younger. Like my three-year-old shows it a lot more than my nine-year-old does, right? In different ways, like more, she's more vocal about it, I guess. It kind of comes out in tantrums and uh, like outbursts versus my nine-year-old, she might just kind of withdraw to her room or just be a little more moody than usual. And I've noticed that I have less guilt too when I spend that time with them because I'm able to look back at my week and say, oh, you know what? Like I got time with them 
three days this week, four days this week, whatever it is. Like, instead of just sitting there wallowing in guilt and saying, oh, they always ask me to do this and I never have time for, with them. Now I'm able to look and say, oh, actually, I got a pretty good time with them, like four days this week. And we did uh, some pretty cool things. Like, I painted with Paisley and I baked with Tenley and I read books to Adley. And so, hey, I'd say that's a win, which then leads to a happier me, right? I feel better about myself because I know that I spent time on something that has eternal value. I've poured into their hearts, which is not going to be taken from me. At the end end of the day, that is going to stick with them and stick with me versus putting that time into cleaning my bathroom. <laughs> my bathroom will just get dirty again. It is not a turtle. One day this house won't even be here. Um, so I, that is what I've found. And that's what I know will happen for you too as you um, kind of figure out how to make that work for your family and how to fit those times in where you just spend quality time um with your kids and you know it doesn't even matter if you have four kids or one kid it's still it's hard for all of us I remember when it was just Paisley um she wanted me to play with her all the time because you shouldn't have siblings yet and so I was her playmate and that's a very hard place to be in as a mom when you are your child's playmate because they constantly want your attention don't they they want you to play with them all the time And you're going, oh, man, like I wish there was someone else here to just entertain you for a little bit, right? And so whether, you know, you're mom of 10 or a mom of one, we all experience that where we're sitting in there going, ah, did I spend enough time with them? You know, did I give them that quality time? But doing something like this gives you an easy, measurable mark to hit, right, where you're going, oh, yeah, they got their 10 minutes with mom. And here's the cool thing, too. Your kids will start referring to it you know as that of course because if you tell them like hey you can ask with your for your, you know you can ask for your 10 minutes with mom they'll start calling, calling it that too um, but they will start really looking forward to it and getting excited about it and planning for it like my kids now will say hey I think I know what we're going to do for our 10 minutes with mom this week you know whatever day we do it and so they really just love it as much as I'm learning to love it now Let's pray now as we close. Lord, we come to you right now, God. We pray that you would help us to spend our time wisely, that we would see the areas where we are wasting time, and that we would see the areas that produce that eternal fruit, that the areas where when we spend our time there, it won't be taken from us. Help us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. We love you, Lord. We thank you for our children and the the opportunity that we have every day to pour into them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.